BestBookBits.com presents Own the Day, Own Your Life by Aubrey Marcus. Revolutionize your life one day at a time with this empowering handbook designed for men and women, which provides simple strategies for each element of your day. How can you get the most out of your body and your mind on a daily basis? Want to change your life for the better? Aubrey Marcus answers these questions in this handbook that guides the reader to optimize each moment of the day. With small actionable changes implemented throughout the course of one day, we can feel better, perform more efficiently, and live happier. And these habits turn into weekly rituals, ultimately becoming part of a lifelong healthy choice. From workouts and diets to inbox, triage, mindfulness, shower temperatures, and sex, this groundbreaking manual provides strategies for each element of your day. Drawing on the latest studies and traditional practices from around the world, this book delivers cutting-edge life hacks, nutritional expertise, brain upgrades, and fitness regimes. The written and audio summary can be found on our website, bestbookbits.com. So without further ado, I bring the book summary of Own the Day, Own Your Life. Ultimately, we are building towards one single day for you to plan in advance to completely own. It could be next week or next month or next physical quarter. But as you read, feel free to employ any of the techniques you find in these pages as you go along. That will only help you troubleshoot and be fully ready for that very first fully owned day. But make no mistake about it, your goal is to prepare and own one full day, like a total boss. Number one, water light movement. You want to take control of your day from the word go. So hydrate immediately, not with coffee, then seek light and get moving to reset your internal clock. That's three simple things to do within 20 minutes of waking and your day will be primed for perfection. The hydrating water in the coffee is somewhat offset by the dehydrating nature of the caffeine. Yet we still reach for the coffee in the morning, in large part because these adrenal effects are so damn good at dealing with the other problem we face when waking up. We're still tired. Morning mineral cocktail, 12 ounces filtered water, 3 grams of sea salt, a quarter of a lemon, squeezed. In a perfect world, you'll be able to snuckle from the treat of the mother nature and drink spring water exclusively. Spring water has the right balance of what we want, useful minerals, with little to none of what we don't, chlorine, heavy metals, contaminants. For those of us not quite that lucky and who also do not have a line item for water in our grocery budgets, the next best thing is filtered water, either through a Preta Preacher you fill and stick in the refrigerator, a pure filter you attach straight to your kitchen faucet, or whatever high quality filter is available near you. A small pinch of sea salt in distilled or filtered water should help reset the balance. Add a wedge of lemon for some additional refreshing nutrients, a lighter version of the morning mineral cocktail, and you've optimized your water. First, the water should be room temperature. When you're looking at maximizing mineral absorption and aid digestion, room temperature is always best for any beverage. And second, the salt needs to dissolve or stay at the bottom of the glass when you drink it. Upon waking, either from sleep or a nap, blast yourself with 5-10 to 10 minutes of direct blue light exposure. A device called Humans Charger 25, made by a company named Valkyrie out of Helsinki, Finland, has pioneered this technology for consumer use. The key to overcoming the, that resistance is understanding that we're talking about here is not a morning workout. This is a morning movement. Pick what you like, like yoga, push-ups, air squats, jumping jacks, a Richard Simmons clip on YouTube, chase your dog around the house, or pick up your kid and fly her around like an airplane. Quick and dirty, 1-3 to three minutes, 23 burpees. Slow and sexy, 5-10 to 10 minutes. 
This is a little yoga flow I developed for the morning. I hold each position for two full intentional breaths, allowing up to one breath for the transition. Number two, deep breath, deep freeze. Step one, 30 to 50 power breaths. Inhale through the nose or mouth into the belly with a deep, powerful breath. Exhale without additional effort. Just let the chest fall, keep a steady pace, and make sure to focus on drawing the breath deep into the belly. Do this until you feel a slight lightheadedness and a tingling sensation in your extremities. This is a sign that a shift is happening and your blood is hyper-oxygenated. For most people, the effect starts to kick in around 30 breaths, but it can take up to 50, depending on certain factors. Step two, the hold. Retention after exhalation. After the 30 to 50 breaths, or once you start to feel the tingling, draw the breath in one more time and fill the lungs to maximum capacity. Then calmly let the air out and hold as long as you can at the bottom of the breath. You don't need to set a world record. Just hold your breath until you feel the gasp, reflex, and really want to breathe again. When you get sick, it is not the virus that gives you the symptoms, it is your immune system. Fatigue, mild fever, body aches, congestion, the stuff we colloquially identified as the cold or the flu are actually manifestations of the inflammatory response. Once you've completed the actual hygienic part of your shower, and while the water is still hot, begin a cycle of Wim Hof breathing. 30 breaths or until you feel a tingling sensation in your extremities, whichever comes first. At that moment, turn the water as cold as it can go and let it hit every part of your body. You should aim to be in the cold water for a minimum of three minutes. Turn the shower to hot and wash. Do Wim Hof breathing 30 to 50 breaths or until you feel tingling or a light, mild lightheadedness. Turn the shower as cold as it gets. Continue Wim Hof breathing until breathing calms. Hold at the bottom of the breath until the gasp reflex kicks in. Do the Wim Hof cycle of 30 breaths while still on dry land or in a shower after completing necessary hygiene. Prepare an ice bath or jump in water as cold as you can find. Set a timer for two minutes or start playing a song that is two minutes long. Continue Wim Hof breathing until you can breathe calmly and normally. Remember the cold will make you want to gasp for air. Exhale fully and hold your breath at the bottom. If you have extensive experience or have a buddy with you in case you pass out, submerge completely. Get out of the water at the end of the two minutes. You know what is beyond that mountain? More fucking mountains. If you're going to climb, then you better adapt. Number three, more fat, less sugar, or don't eat. Here's a closer look at the five of my all-time favorites that I regularly reach for my first meal of the day. Whole fat yogurt. The fats and proteins are the only good parts of dairy for an adult human. The lactose is not, because lactose is just another word for milk sugar. By cutting out the fat from dairy, you are basically saying that you want to increase the percentage of sugar relative to the other macronutrients. Great plan. That's like saying you want to increase the amount of smog relative to your fresh air. There are a few coconut yogurt brands, including the one from the New Earth Superfoods, which I mentioned above, but the coconut cream under the coconut cult brand name will ship nationwide in cold packs, so you can yogurt like a baller. Avocado. I like to eat half an avocado with lime, sea salt, and cayenne when I want a lush, nutritional, dense snack or a quick breakfast, and I don't have time to sit down to a proper meal. Bone broth. Bacon. 
just be sure not to burn the bacon and butter. It is also generally going to be better to reserve the more complex and hard to digest foods for later in the day, since the morning correlates to the lowest level of digestive enzymes and gastric acid. Eggs are easier to digest than red meat, for example. This is also why I like smoothies for breakfast, as everything is already pre-masticated by the teeth of the blender. Number four, essential supplements. We deal with more chronic stresses than our ancestors did, most of which our bodies are not designed to dwarf. And it shows. Our environment is robbing us a lot of our nutrients, minerals, and microbial defenses that come to use in our diets by default. A disturbing percentage of the food we're eating is so processed that even insects won't eat it. It is now commonly held that the immune system challenge from communing of intestinal fecal bacteria in the birth canal is an important initial hormatic stressor to build a healthy gut biome and kickstart infinite immunity. And we've removed the first gut gauntlet for nearly half our children to their detriment. The key things to consider supplementing are greens, probiotics, B vitamins, krill oil, vitamin D, and additional minerals. Number five, drive time a lifetime. What Green says and what I agree with is that any time can be made into a lifetime because a lifetime is just a choice, just as dead time is a choice. Bringing this time to life is a two-step process. It requires preparing and opening your mind, then flexing and filling it, or as I like to call it, mindfulness and mindfulness. Mindfulness is simply being aware and conscious in the present moment. That's it. In classic Zen training, the masters proposed four simple practices, archery, calligraphy, pouring tea, and arranging flowers. The wide peripheral gaze. Open your eyes as wide as they can go without engaging any muscle of the face. Keep your focus relaxed in the center of your vision. With your mind only, become aware of everything happening at the periphery of your vision. Up down, left, right. Things may be a little fuzzy, that's fine. Then still without focusing on anything at all, become aware of everything. Each leaf moving in the wind, people walking by, a bird in the distance, wrinkles in fabric. See everything, focus on nothing. Every moment something will be different, always changing, just like life. It is life. Breathe with your belly. Become aware of the things happening at all times. Become the observer of every detail in your environment, ignoring nothing, focusing on nothing. That strange feeling you have now of a clear mind, of freshness and lightness, that is mindfulness meditation. Nothing more and nothing less. As soon as you get in your car, take six deep breaths. Expand your lungs as much as possible and focus your breath into your belly. Number six, the power plants. Poppy tea was a mild pain-relieving folk medicine. Then it became opium. Then it became heroin. Then it became oxycodone. Vicodin, persidin. Momachigito juice of one to two limes, three spring mint, one tea matcha, three drops liquid stevia, eight ounces of sparkling water. Instructions. In bottom of the cocktail shaker, muddle the lime and mint. Add the matcha, stevia, and two ounces of sparkling water. Shake briskly and pour into a large glass. Add ice if desired and top with remaining sparkling water. Stir and serve. Adding good fat to caffeine is not a new concept. In Tibet, where the conditions are cold and harsh, the walk is long and people need fuel throughout the day. They have been putting yak butter in their tea for ages. 
Rob went the other direction and started recommending adding fats like butter, cacao butter, or MCT as supplements to your morning coffee. Not only does that taste delicious, but the feeling of time release caffeine through fat's slower absorption rate has fueled the butter coffee craze. In a pinch, full-fat dairy like whole cream will do, but better than that is to whip out a blender and add a serving of grass-fed butter, coconut oil, or cacao butter to make a frothy, fatty latte and get those fat macronutrients into your life. Perhaps the best fat source for your caffeine, though, is MCT oil. The tricky part for us as we talk about owning this day and taking our work to the next level is that nicotine, the active component of tobacco, while carrying its own risk, has a ton of performance benefits. Swedish snus, a moist tobacco powder you can tuck under your upper lip, appears to be one of the healthiest forms of smokeless tobacco. From now, the best analyst comes from the same highly respected London Royal College of Physicians paper, which suggests that the hazards of health arising from long-term vapor inhalation from the e-cigarettes available today is unlikely to exceed 5% of the harm from smoking tobacco. That is to say, it might be 20 times safer, and while they acknowledge that there are no medical standards for the production of vapor, largely made through glycerine. Though many have begun to move away from that, they strongly encourage all cigarette smokers to make the switch. Nicotine gum or patch. This is the cleanest way to get that nicotine into your system period. With the clinical efficiency, however, the ritual and a lot of fun is lost, which is why these alternatives don't work so well in helping people quit. But for the biohacker on a mission to optimize mental performance for short stretches, this is the cleanest way to do it. It was this experience with the plant that eventually led me to a place Herpersia serrata at the heart of the supplementing high brain function. I woke up and put in my human charger earbuds. I did 23 burpees, power shower, and I had a great breakfast. I took my supplements. If I'm writing, working late, podcasting, or playing chess in the boardroom, it is caffeine, nicotine, and alpha brain that I bring to the front lines. If they are controlling your life, consider the well-established practice of harm reduction and find ways to transition to a less harmful method or frequency to limit your downside exposure. To check myself, I pause with them for a week or sometimes even a month. Number seven, doing work. I'm a firm believer that there are two kinds of people in this world. Those who need to find purpose and meaning in what they do for a living, and those who find purpose and meaning elsewhere and use work as a means to those ends. This then is your job, to figure out your mission so you can own not just your day, but every day after it. So what do you want to do? What does your best self want more than anything else? Want so bad that your inability to stop thinking about it will make it impossible for anyone to stop you from achieving. Think about it, because in a few chapters, we're going to ask you to write it down. Their research found that 54% made fewer areas when they could smell lemon, 33% fewer with jasmine, and 20% fewer with lavender. Lemon, jasmine, lavender tea for the win. Suppose that every time you know you're going to try to enter a flow state, you have a certain essential oil that you smell. After a while, your brain will link that flow state to that scent. Eventually, you'll be able to use that scent in reverse, helping you to invoke that desired flow state. In fact, evolutionary biologists credit laughter with exactly that purpose, diffusing what would ordinarily be a tense situations. The moment you can laugh about something, the threat is over. If anyone is in an energetically challenging place, Instead of indulging in it or telling them to fix it, be a good teammate and shoot for laughter. 
If you start the day off with the hardest thing you need to accomplish, you are going to enjoy the whole day a hell of a lot more. Once you figure out your mission, write it down and put it somewhere, you'll see it. The first thing I do is turn on my Zen fountain and my oil diffuser. Number eight, eat a weird lunch. Calories aren't real. Humans don't actually burn them. What the body does is break down food in complex metabolic pathways, utilizing amino acids for muscles, shuttling nutrients into cells and storing energy. When we work out, we don't burn the calories from the last meal we ate like a coal-powered engine. Energy in the body comes from a chemical called adenosine triphosphate, ATP, that the body generates from a variety of sources, including glycogen, ketones, protein, and fat that the body has previously stored. Protein. An 8-ounce steak is 50 grams of protein by itself, and that's usually the smallest option on most restaurant menus. So if you're totally looking for gains, bro, try hitting that 30-gram mark, because more is likely just going to be unnecessary extra work for your organs and your wallet. Ideal sources, grass-fed beef, wild-caught salmon, pasture-raised eggs, sprouted pumpkin seeds, hemp seeds. Soluble fibers, soluble fibers mix with water and form a gel-like substance. If you've ever had chia seed pudding or a chia slurry, you have a good sense of what this looks like. Ideal sources, chia, flax, asparagus, guar gum. Insoluble fibers, Insoluble fibers plays an important role in making sure your digestive tract has enough substance to push through the system efficiently and completely. Ideal sources, avocado, sprouted barley, mixed greens, popcorn, and psyllium. Fermentable fiber. Fermentable fiber resistant starch is often called a prebiotic because your friendly neighborhood gut bacteria are able to digest ferment it is to use as food. Whereas probiotics actually contain more friendly bacteria to help populate your gut colony. Prebiotics provide the food they need to thrive. Ideal sources, garbanzo beans, hummus, dandelion greens, chicory root, onions. Carbs. Your goal when it comes to carb consumption is to slow them down as much as possible. Slow them down as much as possible. The best way to eat carbs then is to eat things that already have fiber in them. Things like yams, sweet potatoes, quinoa, sprouted or fermented grains, and some fruits. So if fiber and flat slow down the absorption of sugar, what do you suppose produces the fastest absorption? Well then something that has neither fiber nor fat. The liquid grease lightening of sugar, soda. Ideal sources, yam, sweet potatoes, sprouted or fermented grains, certain fruits. Cholesterol. There are studies showing that even in the elderly, high cholesterol can be protective. In these older populations, the higher the cholesterol, the lower your risk of heart disease. Not to mention the cholesterol levels that are too low are actually associated with increased risk of death from other causes like cancer and suicide. Ideal sources, coconut oil, animal fats, avocado, grass-fed butter, egg yolk, olive oil, MCT oil, and cacao butter. Prebiotics. You aren't just what you eat, you're also what what you eat ate. Prebiotic foods are those that fed the bacteria already present in the gut, fueling those little dudes which outnumber the rest of the body cells 10 to 1. It's pretty important in why foods rich in fermentable fiber and resistant starch are so key. When you heat and cool potatoes or rice, you turn some of the digestible starches into resistant starch via a process called retrogradation. In addition to feeding your friendlies, 
the retrograde starch will have a diminished effect on elevating blood sugar levels, which will help you ward off the afternoon drowsies. Ideal sources, Jerusalem artichokes, blueberries, almonds, and pistachios, and essentially high quality in chicory root, dandelion greens, and onions. Probiotics. Probiotic foods add more friendly bacteria into your system, the ones that not only break down food in the stomach, but also start breaking down food outside the stomach as well. Ideal sources, misho, kimachi, sauerkraut, kefla, kombucha, dark chocolate, Greek yogurt. Omega-3. There are a lot of different protective foods to the extent that any nutrient-dense food you eat is probably doing something to benefit or bolster one of the systems in your body. But two classes of foods stand above the others for their essential protective nature. Omega-3 fatty acids and antioxidants. Omega-3 fatty acids are called essential fatty acids because the body can't produce them and needs to source them from food. Ideal sources, chia, flax, and sasha insta seeds, wild caught fish like sockeye, salmon, sardines, and mackerel. Grass-fed beef, as long as it isn't grain finished. Antioxidants have been touted at one time or another as a cure for everything from cancer to the common cold. While the hype for antioxidants as a panacea was definitely overblown, what is absolutely true is that they reduce oxidative stress in the body by eliminating free radicals, hungry molecules on the hunt for electrons to quench their unending molecular thirst. Polyphenols help reduce something called C-reactive protein, which is a marker of inflammation. The best sources of polyphenols are chocolate, red wine, and green tea. Anthocyanols are immune boosters present in dark fruits like blackberries, blueberries, acacia, black currant, and cherries, as well as black rice and eggplant. Like Tupac and Kenrick always say, the blacker the berry, the stronger the anthocyanols. Curcuminoids have earned a lot of buzz for their ability to reduce inflammation. Found primarily in turmeric, whose yellow root gives curry powder its color. Not only do they reduce oxidative stress, they are specifically valuable for the brain and may help reduce the burden of age-related brain conditions. Garlic is one of those mysterious foods that has been used therapeutically for millennia. It contains multiple antioxidant compounds that, among other things, subdue the common cold like a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt. Sulforaphane is an antioxidant compound produced when raw cruciferous vegetables like broccoli, Brussels sprouts, and cabbage are chopped or chewed. Evidence suggests that sulforaphane may help inactive and eliminate carcinogens as well as help decrease DNA damage by reducing inflammation, the underlying cause of many diseases. Ideal sources, dark chocolate, red wine, green tea, berries, black rice, turmeric, and black pepper, garlic, Brussels sprouts. Here's the deal. Pretty much every vegetable or well-sourced protein contains good vitamins and minerals. But if you're going to get all of the trace micronutrients, you need to really get your body and brain humming on a regular basis. You need to vary your diet intake and pull from the WTF is that part of the salad bar. Here are a couple of winners. Cauliflower is so hot right now. Seaweed, sea veggies contain high levels of ocean minerals, including iodine, magnesium, manganese, iron, and other trace minerals. Organ meat, liver, heart, kidney, sourced from pastured-raised animals, is one of the world's most nutrient-dense superfoods. When it comes to diet and health, anti-nutrients are one step back, and they are just as important to avoid as the two steps forward we need to make with macro and micronutrients. Sugar, of course, is the biggest anti-nutrient of them all. So here's the move. 
Anytime you can't believe it's not butter or you see something with trans fat, throw that shit in the trash. Even if it says zero grams trans fat on the packaging, double check the ingredients that don't include anything listed as partially hydrogenated fat oil. When you're cooking for health, even if you're indulging in some delicious pan-fried foods, you want to make sure you don't heat your fats, olive oil, butter, coconut oil, to what is called the smoke point. This is where healthy fats start to turn unhealthy, because once they burn, they start to produce toxic compounds called aldehydes, which interestingly are also in the class of compounds that accumulate when we drink too much alcohol, making us feel hungover. Avocado oil has the highest smoke point of all cooking oils. With a nice mild flavor, it's great for any kind of saute or stir fry. And with a smoke point upward of 500 degrees Fahrenheit, you'll be hard pressed to scorch it unless you crack the burner to 11 and forget about it. Does all this need to run screaming from the conventional produce section at your local supermarket? No. Just understand that pesticides are not good for you and eating organic as much as possible will be the surest way to avoid the anti-nutrients conventional produce contain. Tartazine, also known as FD and C Yellow Number 5, found in many of those tasty mac and cheese boxes and craft singles marketed to kids, is particularly ugly, having been correlated with behavioral changes including irritability, restlessness, depression, and difficulty sleeping. A huge study looking at 1,873 children showed that food dye in conjunction with sodium Benzoate, a common preservative, also increases hyperactivity. Is it any wonder we are handling out ADD medication to our kids like candy? Packed with vitamins and minerals, cilantro or coriander leaves, if you're not from the North America, in moderation has been shown in several studies to have the unique ability to help the body chelate, a fancy word for eliminate heavy metal accumulation. In other words, make sure you are drinking plenty of water to flush urine, having regular bowel movements and sweating to release the toxins. Sauna and hot yoga are great ways to ensure you are moving enough sweat. Sprouting or fermentation to disable and degrade fetic acid in plant seeds so that the grain can burst through. Increasing vitamins like folate, vitamin C and vitamin E and nutrients like lysine, a crucial amino acid for immune health in the process. The tastiest version of this process is probably sourdough bread. The fermentation of the dough promotes phytate breakdown to a much greater degree than a typical yeast fermentation in normal bread, resulting in a delicious delivery mechanism for a slab of real butter and mineral-rich sea salt. The best way to handle the oxalate in your leafy greens is to simply to boil or cook them, which significantly reduces the amount of oxalate, in some cases by up to 90%. Adding calcium to your dietary regime can compensate for the calcium loss to the oxalates as well. I dare you, I double dare you to go and buy an old school retro lunchbox, one of the metal ones with the thermos that you can keep super hot for a week and a half and bring that clacker to work or school with you, filled with the best lunch you've ever made in your life. In Austin, we have a restaurant called Thai Fresh which serves all grass-fed, pasture-raised meat with seasonal veggies from local farms. You get all these weird and awesome Asian spices and the fatty coconut milk and fish broth, combined with great nutrients. I eat their lunch twice a week. What's your Thai fresh? Find it, make friends with it, and feast. The Platinum Baller on the go alternative to making your lunch or ordering out is to subscribe to a meal delivery service. Chapter 9, The Binaural Power Nap. 
Sometimes I suspect that if most people snuck out for lunch and stopped working, it would have no visible impact on national productivity, because far so many people get nothing done after lunch anyway. Higher doses of caffeine for cognitive tasks and even motor performance have been shown to improve logical reasoning, reaction time, and immune function. My favorite study, though, is a 2008 British experiment in which they compared a nap, a cup of coffee, and more nighttime sleep to see what happened to people's afternoon energy levels and concentration. The nap, yes, the nap won. Data aside, of all the biohacks in the world, if I had to personally choose to keep only one, it would be my bioneural beats. You can't find bioneural beats tracks for sale online or on YouTube, but to get you started, I've hosted two of my own free at aubreymarcus.com slash beats. Pick a time in the early afternoon, lock and load your theater with waves with binaural beats track. A cool, quiet place under a tree outside, Isaac Newton style, under your office desk, Costanza style, if you're in your car with the AC on, cabbie style. It doesn't matter too much. Set your alarm for 30 minutes. Hit the play on your binaural beats track and close your eyes. Chapter 10, Training. Unconventional training covers the use of kettlebell, steel mace, sandbag, battle ropes, steel club, barbell. You can breathe the sigh of relief now, my meathead friends, and the most old school of them all, body weight. While it is possible to divide up a workout in a majority of different ways over the course of a week, month, or 12-week fight camp, for the purpose of this book, we want you to create an ideal, option-filled, unconventional 50-minute workout that trains multiple kinetic systems, targeting a series of functional health priorities that you can repeat with single variations three to four times every week. Durability, mobility plus flexibility, 15 minutes. The goal of mobility and flexibility practice is to live pain-free and continue functioning a long time to come. If you do nothing else, just get up, moving around, putting your joints through a full range of motions, and massaging out your muscles will increase your durability and lead to a longer vibrant life. Cardio, 10 minutes. Our focus with 10 minutes of steady state cardio in your workout is to get your heart rate up. So when you begin to tax your muscles in the rest of your workout, you are putting enough hormatic stress on them to produce greater endurance. Without increasing the risk, then you will never come back to the gym again. Muscular endurance, 8 minutes. To train muscular endurance, unconventional tools work great. They impact on controlled range of motion, rotation, which we all do in movements, and multi-directional slash multi-angular movement is immense, while also offering a general lighter resistance load rather than a maximum heavy lift for higher repetitions in a more sustained period of work. Strength, five minutes. Power, three minutes. Power is the final tier, the tippy top of the pyramid. If strength is when force acts against resistance to create movement, then power is the rate of speed at which that force is enacted, to create the movement. You simply need to develop enough power to draw on when you need to sprint to the bust, jump out of the way of a bicycle, or defend yourself if necessary. Sprinting, polymetrics, and unconventional tools like battle ropes are all great, easy, low-skill ways to train full-body power development. Body weight, back to intermediate. Cardio, steady state, 10 minutes. Run, bike, dance, row, swim, jump rope, shadow box, pick any of these combinations and go with it. Mobility, 10 minutes. The following drills should be formed in a circuit fashion for as many rounds as possible in the allotted time. 
alternating split jump for maximum height. 10 seconds followed by 20 seconds rest, 6 sets. Frog push-ups, 5 seconds down and 5 seconds up, 5 sets of 3. Alternate between the following two exercises, 4 sets plank, 40 seconds and then 20 seconds rest. Sit through 40 seconds, then 20 seconds rest. Stretching, release 5 minutes. Kneeling, hip flexor stretch. Kettlebell, intermediate to advanced. To really track your training to the next level, you need additional resources beyond this book. Check out www.onitacademy.com for some ideas or where to get started. Chapter 11, Reset and Reconnect. It actually matters a lot less what you do and much more that you simply do social. Whatever it is, be around people and be present while doing so. Choosing to intoxicate after training is potentiated by the fact that you're likely going to be mildly dehydrated, meaning that you're going to have less blood volume. This means that the same amount of active ingredient in your blood will have a proportionally higher concentration. With alcohol, you are going to have nothing in your stomach to slow down the absorption rate, so you won't need as much to drink to get the buzz you want. And with your liver glycogen levels so much lower after a workout, the sugars in your alcohol will metabolize easier, which means that a glass of wine is not that bad for you at all. Maximum bang, minimum bucks, but two or three can send you a down a less than conscious path. Since it's the perfect time to enjoy a glass of wine or take a few puffs of cannabis, occasionally I'll go there too, or drink a cup of kava, the relaxing herb they drink in Fiji, or even light up a cigar. This is a signal that for right now, I'm clocked out and off duty. If you don't like any form of intoxication, then maybe grab a stevia soda. Ziva cream soda is the best and just enjoy the moment. The key is to concentrate the conduit to connection. Find yours and not only will you tune your body to the key of yourself, but you will open up in ways that make reconnecting with your tribe feel like second nature and make loneliness feel light years away. Number one, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. This sentiment came from every single male patient she cared for, every single one. Number two, I wish I'd stayed in touch with my friends. Our connections bring the dance to our life, and yet we find ourselves with too little time to enjoy these moments. Number three, I wish that I had let myself be happier. This one breaks my heart. Chapter 12, Eat Dinner Like a King. The best timing for bread is dinner. After your glycogen stores have been depleted by exercise and you're about to head into the winter of the day, sleep. So if bread and butter is your thing, do it the right way with grass-fed butter or sprouted or sourdough. Go for it. Fortunately, the world is waking up to the problem and acquiring a taste for chocolate as it was meant to be. Using natural sweeteners like stevia or monk fruit, brands like Lily's and Lakato are offering dark chocolate without any added sugar and minimal dairy. Chocolate is a heart-healthy food, and we should treat it as such. To do it right, pop it yourself and add your own grass-fed butter and sea salt. Most store-bought popcorn contains the high omega-6 vegetable oils we warned about in Chapter 8. If we tell our body something is poison, it becomes more poisonous. If we convince ourselves that it's healthy, it becomes more healthy. This is not to say that the reality of food or a situation doesn't matter. Molecular biology still exists. It's a real thing. But the mind isn't a passive bystander. It matters too. It can be part of the celebration that dinner is about to become, or it can become the ultimate party pooper that makes a dinner shit show. Remember, all food eventually has to break down into a super small particles. It is to be absorbed through the walls of your intestines and nourish your body. 
if you don't start in your mouth, your stomach and your guts are going to have to work over time, costing you vital energy and efficiency and wasting some perfectly good food in the process. One of the best ways to give you more time to chew your food and therefore eat slower and eat less is to take smaller bites using less efficient tools. Have you ever seen an eating competition that used chopsticks or cocktail forks? Of course not. That would only slow these animals down. That's why I force myself to eat with the most inefficient tools possible to let my mouth start the process of making my digestion as efficient as possible. So buy yourself some extra chopsticks and then try to eat your damn Cheerios. One of the most common digestive mistakes people make is consuming cold beverages while they eat. Any beverage dilutes the HCL in your stomach, making the overall acid concentration acting on your food weaker. While the cold slows down your digestion like a snake in a snowstorm, leave the cold drinks for well before and well after your meals. The best way to ensure good digestive enzyme activity is by adding digestive enzymes or adding foods that contain natural enzymes like papa or pineapple. Ginger has the ability to speed up the time it takes your stomach to pass food to your digestive tract by up to 50%. Add ginger to your meal and you can say so long to the full feeling in your gut and hello to the full feeling in your pants sooner. Ginger tea works. Pickled ginger is great or just a half thumb of peeled ginger boiled into a tea or even raw will do the trick. The key to eliminating this kind of gas is simple. Eliminate fermentable fibers like those found in legumes, Brussels sprouts, and asparagus. Focus on insoluble fiber instead, this kind of found in salads and grains like popcorn. For overall health and optimal mood and physical performance, you need to pair any sugar you consume with something that slows its absorption into the body. And the two things that do that are fat and fiber. That's why having a sugar and a high-fat, high-fiber meal is great. If you followed the nutritional guidelines thus far and kept sugar and carbs to a minimum, then crushed a good workout, your liver likely has dipped into a glycogen reserve to keep you fueled. Just as mine did after my ride down to the pier, and you're free to eat sugar and carbs pretty much of any type. But the good news is that there are natural alternatives that not only taste better, but have virtually no negative impact on the body. Stevia and monk fruit are foremost among them. Add cinnamon, another blood sugar reducer, and you have a great way to combat blood sugar spikes as well. To make it, just mix one ounce of ACV and a half teaspoon of cyanin cinema into three ounces of room temperature water and send it down the hatch. Go for a walk. A recent study found that people who got up and went for a walk had lower blood sugar levels and less of a peak in their blood sugar than people who didn't get up after eating. One study shows that 15 minutes of low intensity walking is enough to significantly drop blood sugar levels. The ultimate hangover cure. Number one, rehydrate. Drink a liter of natural spring water with the additional of a total of five grams of Himalayan salt within the first two hours of waking up. Keep drinking water heavily until you pee at least twice. Step two, reduce the toxic burden of acetaldehyde. If you've been drinking, you're likely depleting our stores of molybdenum rapidly, increasing our anthaldenide sensitivity. It's one of the reasons we feel hungover in the morning and why our bodies then begin to crave molybdenine rich foods like legumes. But rather than gorge on nachos, the best idea would be to supplement with some molybdenine 300 mcg prior to bed and again in the morning. Studies have shown it to reduce regular aches and pains, which if nothing else will make tomorrow's walk of shame a little easier to endure. 
Step three, balance your neurotransmitters. Balance out the glutamine. L-theanine, which occurs naturally in green tea, is great at mimicking the effects of GABA. Matcha, as described in chapter six, is the best source. Glutheanine is not only the preferred defense against L-theanide, but an added benefit will support the rest of the body in dealing with oxidative stress. The problem is that the stomach neuters glutenine like a, a brothel keeper from antiquity. So the only way to get it into your body effectively is to absorb a liposin form through the tissue or inject it into the veins. The latter is undoubtedly the most effective. IV vitamin therapy clinics are gaining popularity in all over the United States. Chapter 13, more better sex. Eat fat to synthesize hormones like testosterone. The body requires adequate production of saturated fat and cholesterol. Get sleep. Sleep is the time when the testosterone factory is open for business. The restorative sleep cycles are when the body can prioritize things like necessary hormone production. Lift heavy. When training under anaerobic conditions such as lifting heavy weights or sprinting, you are signaling the body that you are the type of animal that needs to produce testosterone to flourish. What he soon found was that over the course of a typical day, Sexually curious George would spend 16 hours straight pressing the orgasm button and 8 hours sleeping. Here is something simple that puts it all together. Have sex every day for a week, each day trying something new. You are going to fast from all other forms of pornography and just focus on your partner. If you run out of ideas, read a book on sex or listen to a sex podcast. See what happens and tell your friends. Chapter 14, Turn Off tune in. Stress is definitely an issue. It's that I can only ever do three things well at a time. This fundamentally violates one of my core principles, do it well or not at all. I started the practice of limiting myself to listening to three objects the following day, laid out right below my mission at the top of the journal page. The bottom line is this, if you don't eat it, you shouldn't put it in on or in your body. You've got to check out and turn off your phone and email so you can check in with yourself and the ones you love. you got to open up your journal and get your mind off the hamster wheel. That creates the mental static and anxiety that prevents so many of us from owning our days. you got to enjoy the cuddle handle, playing, watching, reading. you got to brush your goddamn teeth and soak your damn bones. I'd brew up a tea, Ron Tigranen Longevity Tea, Tulsi Sweet Rose Tea or Republic or Milk Tea Thristle. One of the most effective ways to deal with stress is to pick up a pen or open up a Google Doc and start journaling. First, you want to make sure that you set your mission or objective for the following day. Then you want to purge anything you no longer want to carry and memorize those things you don't want to forget, but also don't want to burden your psychic with. Chapter 15, Sleep. After REM, it is common to wake up through you, though you may not remember it before you enter your next cycle. The key is if you do wake up, not to stress. Instead, take a page from the books of other cultures, both historically and currently, something called polyphasic sleep. In other tribal communities, our ancestors would sleep after dusk for three hours, wake up a few hours, perhaps smoke sex, and sleep again for a few hours before dawn. You shouldn't, for example, count how many hours of sleep you get in a night, but rather how many 90-minute sleep cycles you get in a week. 35 cycles should be your target. In Little Hell's model, sleep is even more fluid. A 30-minute nap, like the one we talked about in Chapter 9, which is only one-third of a full cycle, still counts as one point towards your sleep cycle goal. 
It's not extra or a bonus. It's part of your sleep regime. So if you sleep six hours at a night, you get four points. If you take a 30-minute power nap that day, you get an additional point, bringing you to five. Do that every day for the week, and you have met your 35-point goal. If you get 7.45 hours of sleep one night, that's five points right there. You can put one in the bank for later with another nap, or just power through the day. Makes sense? Still to this day, we sleep best when it is a bit colder than usual at night. Chapter 16, bring it home. Instead of taxing your willpower, you're learning, you're leaning on a simple message that reminds you, this is just what I'm going to do. Visualization is a prime example of that intentional placebo at work, one that we've already seen in this book with those study participants who visualize themselves lifting heavy weights and getting stronger as a result. The same principles applies with owning the day. Visualizing yourself doing it will have a positive impact. Psychologists agree that there are four keys to compelling positive action. Number one, know what you do and how you do it. Number two, believe it will work. And number three, see the value. And four, get support from your community slash tribe slash family. I love you. Love is the appropriate bond that can unify all aspects of yourself. To express this love sets the foundation for all the communication to follow. I'm sorry. This is to clear you of any guilt you may carry for the times you've done yourself wrong. From negative self-talk to forcing your body to cope with way too much cheap tequila. Forgive me. The humble act of asking for forgiveness. When sincere, it is not often opposed. Grant yourself the forgiveness you seek. Thank you. This is the expression of gratitude to your body and your mind. Not only for your forgiveness, but for everything it has given you. It's gotten you this far after all, right? Say it to yourself, I love you. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Thank you. Now imagine all things you judge yourself for. Think about everything you beat yourself about. about. Keep saying it for each one of those things. I want you to imagine yourself a year from now. From the time he started working for a regional magazine, he would tell himself the same thing every day. I'm not fucking around. Find your own mantra and use it daily and you will not regret it. And that's a wrap on Own the Day, Own Your Life. Subscribe to the channel and take a look at the hundreds of book summaries uploaded previously. To find hundreds of written summaries, check out our website, bestbookbits.com. And for hundreds of audio summaries, find us on mixcloud.com forward slash bestbookbits. If you want to help me and contributor, get involved in the channel by reading a book, writing a summary, and email us at info at bestbookbits.com to have it featured. Thanks for watching and listening. Have yourself an amazing day. Follow us on Instagram and share if you like the video. Take care.